So, hey folks, this is Karen Trepti, Guiding Works Coaching. Just got back from actually teaching some first graders, so that's always an experience. And those of you moms who have young children, you know exactly what that's like. Just multiply it times about 26, okay? Anyway, so I am here today and I really wanted to talk to you all about debt. I've actually got some notes today. I will actually be producing some blogs. So if this is important information to you, don't feel like you have to um, take notes. It's actually going to be published. So, but I do want to go over it with you in person because actually, folks, videos like my favorite thing to watch. So I like to do that. I like to do that for you. So if I'm looking down, I'm looking at my notes. And this will probably be a little bit longer session today, so just so that you know that in advance. Um, so, what I want to know, and as always, always, you're welcome to comment. I still haven't figured out how to answer the comments and do this Facebook Live. <laughs> Maybe eventually I'll figure that out, but this is not about tech. This is about debt. So, any questions, just type them in the comments. I'll come on after and um, or PM me if it's private too that's totally totally fine so I want to know how you feel when you hear the word debt like a lot of people a lot of my clients might tell me that they feel really guilty or feel really bad and I just want to let you know that just like time just like money the debt is actually a very neutral word it doesn't have to be bad. If you have too much of it, of course, and you can't pay it off, it's extremely stressful and like a nightmare. But actually, if you come into the world of finance with me, you will find that debt is often referred to as leverage. And that's what that financial term means. Leverage just means using other people's money. A lot of the big entrepreneurs you'll see have actually used some debt, not in a scary way, but to get themselves started. There are a lot of people who have even um, gone with venture capitalists, which a lot of people, when they talk to me about that, they're like, oh yeah, that's definitely the way I want to go. I want to go after venture capital because I think it's free money. It's not really free money because they take if you face the light, we can see you better. You are so nice, Tanya. Okay, so let's see. Keep talking to me because now I can see your comment. If I face the light, can you see me better now? And thank you so much for letting me know. Actually, let me try turning this on too and see if that helps. don't want it to be so dark for you. Is that any better? The comment actually clicked on my screen. Can you believe that? Guys have been following me a long time. You know, I'm like the untech queen. <laughs> I had somebody that I was talking to on Facebook the other day, and she said, keep going. Okay, I'll keep going. Thank you, Tanya. She said, okay, I think I'll compete with you for the, the tech on the uh, untech queen. <laughs> You're a photographer. Fantastic. How wonderful. And how very, very sweet of you. Is this any better, Tanya? 
with a light over it, does that help at all? Just let me know. So, I want you to think about it for a moment. I want you to think about like when you buy a house and you put a down payment on a house, right? Usually a pretty sizable chunk of money. Um, I meant kept turning to light. Okay, so how about like that? Is that better? Is that better? Can you see that? It says click to view five comments. Maybe I can actually figure this out today. It would be so wonderful. Here we go. A little. Okay, so these are all from Tanya, but now we have the comments on the side. That means if you guys ask questions, I can actually answer you. I love that. We just get a sip of water while we wait to see if Tanya thinks the light's any better. So, anyway, I'm going to keep going while I wait for that. Hopefully it's better. Um, better or face the windows. I'm actually facing windows right now. But you're saying if I face, I'm going to let you teach me. You're awfully generous to come on and do this. So I'm just going to let you teach me. I'm all about lifelong learning. So let's see if we do that. Now I'm facing a different set of windows. Is that any better? Those are the only two windows I have to face. So is that any better? <clears throat> So I'll wait. I hope that that's, that that's better for you. I could turn, actually, with this face this way. Let me get up and just, um, thank you for the heart, whoever did that. So sweet. Uh, let me get up and put on another light. <clears throat> okay, so now I have another light on somewhere else. Is that better? Yes, it's better. Oh, hooray. Okay, so now from now on. When I do these Facebook Lives, thank you so much for teaching me, Tanya. So appreciate you. I will face the window. And not only that, I can see your comments, which I adore. Okay, so <clears throat> this will be long. I've got a lot of notes here. But I really want to share with you and teach you like a lot of what I've learned through Hard Knocks and getting an MBA and having my dad grow up. Oh, thank you, Tanya. And having my dad start Merrill Lynch in Tokyo and learn finance since I was about that high. So I just want to share that with you and give some free financial education. So anyway, um, I want you to think about it. If you think about debt as like a D word, um, like something really bad, think about there can be good debt, like a lot of us, including me have student loan debt and if you do have student loan debt please go back and just look on my YouTube channel and look for the video that I did all about that because I saved a ton of money recently on my student loans and I would the links right up on there and you know I will I would admit at this point I didn't start out with them with this intention but at this point, they sent me an affiliate link, so I'll get some sort of small commission if you get approved and you save a ton of money, but basically, you'll save a ton of money. 
So, um, think about when you buy a house. Think about when you put a down payment on a house. Debt can be a really good thing because for most of us, like almost 100%, we don't buy houses cash. We just can't afford it. So we're carrying debt. So you have to be really like, really conscientious and really careful. That's my message with that. Be really mindful and think about, is this debt that's going to be a good debt in my life? You know, maybe, um, not with me because the sessions you do with me are all completely free, but maybe like you hire a business coach who's going to be really wonderful and improve your business. Think about if you can afford that. Maybe that's going to be a good debt. Maybe you're going to do that too much, and it's not going to be a good debt. It's neutral, see? It really just depends on the situation. But if you buy a house, that's actually good debt, and that leverage can work. So it can be a really great investment. I built my first house at age 21, and through a lot of rocky times, having that house and having that asset, now we have two properties, including 11 and a half acres up north, but during all that rocky time of my kids growing up, we really were able to pull on that asset when we needed it, and it kept us, kept us going. So you also have to think about that houses like businesses, they need maintenance, and they need money, right, to keep them going. So even if you have a website, I was so new at this. I had run many businesses offline in my life, but I'd never run an online business. So I didn't even realize like plugins and all that stuff, all that stuff you have to maintain, you have to keep paying money for it. So <clears throat> that's the positive way that debt can be a positive thing, and it can help you make your, your dreams come true. So I invite you to explore how to use debt as a tool and look at your current debt as a tool rather than a burden. So for today, I'm actually going to walk you through six steps to get out of debt. And step one, you need to figure out where all your current money is going. That is really important. If you don't have that knowledge and you just say, mm, I don't know where my money's going, it's really hard to solve that problem. And it can be really painful, right? It can be really painful if you don't have enough money to pay for things and you're just kind of lost and, and going from day to day. Um, so I'm going to give you a tool for that. And it is called... You need a budget. It's a software. Again, if you decide to sign up with a link that I'm going to put down, I may get 4 or $5 or a month free or something like that, okay? So I just want to make sure I'm following the rules and letting you know that. <clears throat> if you don't follow my link, if you just go on the website and look up You Need a Budget, that's perfectly fine too, but sign up because it will change your life. Like, it will transform your finances. They will give you 34 days for free. 
And you'll see it's a totally different paradigm with you need a budget. I've done this for like years, like decades, right? So I've tried a bunch of different softwares. And a lot of them are free. This one is like close to free, like $4.95 a month. If you buy it for a whole year at a time, it's even less than that. But you will make that money back so fast because you will be able to see where your money's going and where you can save it. And they have free online money management classes too. They're really good people over there. So listen to as many of those as you need. So the reason it's a different paradigm or a model or a different way of thinking about the money is that a lot of the softwares will tell you to plan out for the future, like for next month and the next month and the next month. Only life happens. Your car needs repair. Your house needs a repair. You know, the washing machine doesn't work. All kinds of stuff can happen in life. You get sick. You lose your job. In my case, my husband's been in construction. So it's been like a roller coaster ride. It's been a beautiful roller coaster ride. We've been married for this year, I guess it'll be 38 years. But nevertheless, financially, a roller coaster ride. So track your money. Use YNAB if at all possible. You create your own categories. I will also put a link in here, um, an interview that I did a long time ago with a chief marketing officer who will explain more about that program. That way you'll be working with money that you have today. Not what you think you have tomorrow, but what you actually have, like right now in your bank account. Okay, so step number two. Once you have figured out for an entire month where your money is actually going and you have an accurate idea of how much money you have brought in that month, start to look for the holes. When my husband lost his job over a year ago, he's working now, thank you, Lord, um, I did this and the results were actually incredible. Call your cell phone provider. Ask for a discount. Look at your, is YNAB better than Mint? Yes, I've used Mint. Thank you, Tanya. It is so much better. It's like light years ahead of them. And I know if you've been using Mint, then, you know, you've invested time. Um, when I used it decades ago, it was free, so I don't know if you've invested any money. And thank you for asking me a live question. I really appreciate all your help. But YNAB is just so much better. Even for somebody like me who's like untechy, yeah, it took me a little while, okay? It takes me a little while with just about anything. But it's pretty darn easy. And for any of you who are like not my age, which probably most of you aren't, um, it'll probably be so simple, just so simple. And what happens is you set up your own categories. So because a lot of them like Mint, they give you like these pre, pre-designed categories like a template. And YNAB will come with a template too, but it's really easy to change those categories. You pay for quick 
QuickBooks. So Mint is part of it now. Okay, interesting. I've used QuickBooks before too. Interesting. So YNAB doesn't give you the ability to like invoice and do all of those things that QuickBooks would. It doesn't give you that functionality. Um, but what it does do is gives you a really super clear idea of what action step you're going to take with your money today. That's why I love it. It's like, and it will work for all different levels of income. So let's start with survival level. It's really, you know, most of my clients make like three to five thousand to ten thousand dollars a month. Um, but I help everybody that I can. I help people that invest with $50 a month, $100 a month, $1,000 a month. That's the different ones. So for YNAB, it will really help you from the very beginning if you're survival level to figure out, okay, well, what do I need first? Well, usually for most people, it's like food, right? And shelter, like Maslow's hierarchy. You know, going from your basic needs to being able to save, to being able to set aside money for retirement. And what it will do is it will very clearly, if you track your money for a month, it will very clearly tell you like, oh, you know, I'm trying to make something up right now. I'm trying to think. Um, okay, let's say I have young kids, which I don't anymore, right? But I do have grandchildren. Let's say, oh my gosh, I took my grandkids to the movies like seven times last month, okay? That wouldn't be me. But <laughs> anyway, let's, you, you, you just, you find these categories and you say, oh, you either say, okay, I'm a photographer and I purposely watched seven movies last month and that's a valid expense for me, or... You know what? At the rate that movies are going, I could do better. I could be doing Netflix or I could be doing free movies, that kind of thing. So that's what um, that's what you find out with YNAB. So look at your electric bill. Figure out if you had an extra refrigerator like we did that's running in your garage that doesn't need to run. Figure out how many cable channels you really need. Now in our case... So this is an example of using the YNAB just for you, not for me, for you. So in my case, my husband adores TV. I don't so much. Okay, I watch PBS. I watch, you know, a couple of different things. That's about it. But especially being out of work and being stressed out, he wanted those cable channels. He wanted to be able to watch his movies. So we got rid of that bill a tiny bit, but we compromised. And that's what you do. That's what's beautiful about YNAB. And YNAB itself will tell you, this is not a system you set in concrete. This is a system that evolves. So as you learn about your finances more or your finances change, you change your budget and you move forward. So save every penny that you can on expenses. This doesn't mean... <laughs> you know, like Scrooge? Not at all. I am so about abundance. I'm so about enjoying your life, living for the moment. So when I say save every penny on your expenses, I mean the expenses that you don't want to pay. Like, why would you want to pay more for your phone than you have to? 
right? That kind of thing. So those will really add up, and you will see it will help you. It'll be a little work to do it, but it will help you every single month. And the longer you work on this, it'll pay for pay for itself long term. So I managed to cut my car insurance, for example, by one third. That's something I hadn't even looked at, guys. Why would I want to pay more for car insurance? So that's what I mean. This is about abundance. It's not about scarcity. So I was able to cut a third off. Why? Because I put a little time, a little effort into it. I researched that, hey, I'm working online. I used to work in the city of San Francisco. I used to commute to a corporate job every day. I used to ha have a lot of miles. I realized I was still being charged for those miles. So check it out. You know, be creative. You guys are entrepreneurs, most of you. So I know you can do this. Be super creative. So step three. Hey, we're on step three. Once you have shaved off as many expenses as you can, you will have, hi, darling, I see you. Okay, my husband's little boy, trying to get attention, looking in the various windows. Okay, so, and isn't that sweet that I still have such a loving relationship with my husband? I'm very lucky. So once you've shaved off as many of the expenses as you can, you will have an accurate idea of whether you are in the hole every month or you have money that you want to save. So that's a very important distinction, right? Knowing where you stand, if you have extra money at the end of the month, you might say, oh, Karen, I already knew that. I don't have any extra money. Well, guess what, guys? By doing this, you may discover that you can have some extra money to save that would actually be paying, paying you. Okay, so we're getting through it. Step number four. So if hopefully the answer is that you have money left over at the end of the month to save, you start paying off your smallest credit card balance first. Now some people will recommend going after the highest interest rate, which if we were all robots and not human beings, could make sense. But we're human beings, we're not robots. So psychologically, it will really super duper help you if you start with the smallest credit card balance first, get rid of it. So hopefully you're already at least paying the minimum payment. And maybe you discover you were paying too much on car insurance. And so you have an extra, I think I saved over $100 a month. I think about 150 So, because <clears throat> I did it for my husband's record and everything. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So then you take your minimum payment that you've been paying on that smallest credit card. You keep paying all the minimum payments on all of them if you have more than one credit card. And you take that $100 that you've discovered. You can do this two ways. You can say, no, I need something for the little girl in me. I've got to give at least $20 of that for me to have an extra mocha latte or, you know, whatever you like. Um and take $80 towards the credit card. But if you want to get rid of this debt fast, you'll actually take the discovered 100 add it to the minimum payment, which let's say it was 50 and then now you're paying $150 down on that smallest credit card instead of just $50. you have now just tripled the amount that you're paying on that, and it will go a lot 
faster. Of course, as soon as you, if I do have something on my YouTube channel about compound interest. If you haven't seen that, go and take a peek. And that will explain to you with the math. It makes a huge difference. So you pay that one off. You get that one to zero. Now let's say that the minimum payment on the second credit card was like $100 a month. That's all you're paying. Okay, so now you're going to take that $100 a month, that's minimum, you've already been paying it, and you're going to take <clears throat> all $150, be disciplined here, of that other amount that was on that smallest credit card bill, add it to that 100 suddenly you're paying $250 down on that second credit card bill. Now this is not new, it's not my idea, it's called the snowball effect, but it is effective. It's very effective. So, we're almost to the end of the six steps. The next one is step number five. So this is something that you can start at the beginning or you can start right now in your process. But you should have an emergency savings set aside. And I know, this is hard. <laughs> like, unless you're making a lot of money and been really disciplined all along, most of us tend to spend what we have, right? You have to make the decision to actually save money. It doesn't just come automatically. Most people think, oh, when I get a raise, you know, I'll save, I'll save more money. But in most cases, unfortunately, those people end up buying new bread, you know, cars or dresses or whatever it is, and they're still living right here, right? right at the edge. So, step five is to start setting aside an emergency savings account. And if you've been tracking with YNAB for long enough at this point, you will have discovered some bills that you weren't aware of. So you can put in one of your categories, emergency savings. And the cool thing about YNAB is too, if you discover one month that, oops, you know, I forgot my AAA bill that I pay once a year for towing, you can actually, in YNAB, you change the money from this account to that account. Um, YNAB's really cute, too. They have a lot of, they have a good sense of humor. They talk about, like, stealing from yourself or something. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> but this is why I talk about flow, right, and flexibility, it's like as you use YNAM more, you'll discover, oops, I forgot that bill. It's happened to me. How do I know, right? Or maybe you pay your auto insurance like quarterly, just every three months, and you just started YNAM. You're like, oops, I forgot I had auto insurance. Now, going forward, I need to make sure I save that much money every month in this little savings account that's inside YNAM so that I can pay for it. So be really gentle with yourself. And um, my husband's pointing to me again. Okay. So be really gentle with yourself. For me, like loving to garden, loving to fix up the house, it's really easy for me to spend a lot of money on that. So I could be surprised and I had to set up a separate category for home maintenance or maybe something breaks or like medical, true, you know, these are all true stories, um, 
<clears throat> my husband and I aren't 20 anymore. He lost like three teeth. <laughs> Seriously, he had to keep going to the dentist. Lost three teeth, like in the space of one year. $15,000 bill. So, was that in my YNAB? Uh, no. <laughs> I wasn't counting on that. So, that's what you need to do. You just learn and grow with that. And then, you know, once you've figured out the holes in your system, hopefully you'll figure out how to save money. Then come talk to me. And, or talk to me earlier. I'm here for you. And we'll figure out together since I represent over 100 A-rated financial firms, how to help you invest that money, which will be the best for you, and have the, all those companies competing for your business, which I don't charge for. That's a luxury. It's something I adore about my job. I don't have to charge for my time when I give free financial consultations. So step number six, it's time to make some major life decisions. So, yes... I do have a lot of debt. Remember I told you I still have those student loans. I went to College of Financial Planning, MBA, all those things, and I am paying it off. So my decision is to have two side jobs in addition to my business. I just finished teaching first graders. Um, I have another side job as well. But it makes the process faster. So that's my own decision. That's what I want for me. So... Now you guys will know, too, why I'm not always on social media, um, and hopefully you'll forgive me for that. But I do hope that all this helps you. Even if I help one person, it will have been worth it. And Tanya, you're so sweet for having told me about the light, so I will do my best to face this other set of windows from now on on my Facebook Lives. So if you guys have any questions, you're welcome to ask them. Um, if you ask it while I'm on now, I will answer live. Otherwise, if you think of any later, you're welcome to put them in the chat and I'll answer them later. But it's Friday, Friday afternoon here in California, wherever you are in the world. You have a beautiful, glorious weekend, and I'm sending you loads of light and love. If you want anything more on finance, type in the comments what you want me to chat to you about. And I will do that in upcoming Facebook Lives. Some of them may already be done on my YouTube channel. But thank you so much. Namaste for watching me. And I'll see you guys later. Okay? Have a beautiful weekend.